0: Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Get it? You want it? I oh. want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, now. You no, Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. I am nothing. No. Fasten your seat It's going to be a bumpy night. Keep busy, learn. As
1: you die. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today, I'm joined by my mate Jordan. Thank you for coming on. How are you going? Good man. This one's been a long time coming, but yeah, very excited to chat about this one. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good one. Strap in, listeners. Uh, so, in the last episode, you would have heard Jordan did an elevator pitch for Genius, the Kanye West documentary on Netflix. And while is usually focuses on film and TV characters. I do now believe that Kanye West or Ye, Ye, whatever you want to call him, uh, is in fact a character that he plays. And so because of that, and because the documentary was so good, I thought it deserved an episode. So here we are. This is history in the making, the first elevator pitch to warrant a guest appearance, Jordan. So congratulations. Uh, And today we're going to be drinking some Henny. (laughs) Only fitting I think Yeah Also if you haven't already Make sure you are following the podcast On your chosen streaming platform And leave a review to let us know what you think And if you love YouTube as well Check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel Where I post video essays about film and TV characters So let's get into it For those new to the podcast I usually like to start these episodes With getting an idea of who our guests are And what they like to watch So uh, I've got a few questions about Cinema Jordan First question Steven Spielberg or Quentin Tarantino? Tarantino. Why?
2: I uh, just feel like I know like Pulp Fiction and Once Upon a Time Hollywood. I'm a bit more familiar with that with the uh, Spielberg. I only really know Shines, list, not the other ones, but yeah, yeah,
1: nice, fair enough. Next question. I'm not, I'm not
2: like some of the people that have been on this podcast. I'm not the movie guru that you guys are.
1: So that's okay. And yeah, we, yeah, that's, I'm lacking in that department. That's what we. That's what we like. We like people. Who are different and everyone watches different things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's okay. Next question Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones? Breaking Bad. Why? Pretty epic. Um, it's one of the best TV
2: shows of all time. Um, and I actually haven't watched Game of Thrones.
1: Really? Yeah, no, I haven't. Fair enough. I think, um, yeah, Breaking Bad's a great show. And, you know, if you haven't watched it, definitely want to watch. Next question Emma Stone or Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because I'm more familiar with her work, I guess. Yeah. Are you a big Harry Potter fan? Not like as big as like you or someone else,
2: but like uh, I, I like Harry Potter. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next question, uh, Marvel or Star Wars? Marvel, definitely. Okay. Star Wars, boring. Really? Yeah. You reckon it's boring? Yeah. Just like,
2: Don't, like when sort I of sci-fi. June, stuff. it reminded me of that sort of thing. Like, June just, reminded just, you like, of <laughs> <laughs>
0: that Oh my so God. Long. Yeah. No, that's not for me.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Like, as I said, people like different things. Do you have like a favorite Marvel movie?
2: Uh, the Avengers, like the the three most recent ones, like the the main
1: ones. They were in game. Yeah, yeah, they I were all dope. Yeah, they were they were awesome. Um, next question succession or euphoria? Haven't watched Succession. You gave me your elevated pitch for that. I'm yeah. definitely going to check that out. That sounds great. Definitely want to watch. Euphoria, I started it,
2: watched four episodes, way too American for me, and
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think that Euphoria, you think it's like a classic American teen drama. Yeah. And I was deterred as well after a few episodes. But if you stick with it, I guarantee it'll get better. But I do know what you mean. Yeah. Like
2: I actually wanted to know what happened, but I was like, I just. Felt like an idiot watching it. I was like, it's actually making me feel stupid.
1: Yeah, no, it is uh, some heavy content for sure. Uh, So now into the deeper questions. Yeah. First one, most memorable movie that you've seen in cinemas? Dark Knight, for sure. When was it? Where were you? Well, whenever it came out, like 2008, uh, it I think. Would have been a chatty for sure. <laughs> Chatswood. Yeah. Uh, listeners who don't know. Yeah.
0: What
2: is. yeah. Yeah. Chatswood in the heart of Sydney. Um, no, it was what, 2008. Yeah. That's primary school. Yeah. I think probably a couple mates, primary school mates. Um, it was just, yeah, epic experience. And um, it's one, like at the movies, Like I'm sort of, I get to the movie and like not that into it. And then I want to be like, have the feeling where i don't want to leave the cinema mm. and sometimes i feel like with some of the movies i've watched recently, the cinema like i can't wait till it ends yeah and i just reflecting back on that movie i just didn't want it to end you know
1: yeah, yeah. i know exactly what you mean and and you get lost in it yeah, um, yeah absolutely you're like you're like oh my god two hours past and you yeah. didn't even realize 100 you get sucked into the world no that's awesome dark Knights, a great film next question fastest tv show binge as you know, man, I can get addicted to something very quickly. So I've
2: been into a lot of TV shows, but I reckon the one that I did quickest, like per for how long it was, I did Prison Break very quickly. Okay. After the fact, though, like what, like a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually seen yeah, Prison there. Break. Yeah, it's but one it's like heaps of seasons, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. It gets cooler crap after the first couple <laughs> of seasons, but I was like, no, nah,
1: got to see what happens. Yeah, Fair I went. Through how how quickly. quickly are we talking like? You, how was your churn rate?
2: Uh, probably like <laughs> six episodes at a time. It was after I got back from Europe in 2017. So okay. just sitting there, laying there,
1: and just <laughs> nothing to do with myself. Yeah, nice. Back that. Uh, next question, a movie that you think everyone needs to see? I can say Dark Knight again. Okay. I
2: just think it's that good. It's my, it's my favorite movie of all time. Just the performance by... Ledger and Bale is just insane. It's unreal. And I feel like Bale goes a bit
1: unnoticed because of how good <coughs> Ledger is. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I think and that. I think
2: it's just even like, I watched the recent Batman and I just, it reminded me how good Christian Bale was. Even though he was good, but even though Pattinson was good, I still think Bale's the GOAT.
1: Yeah. No, 100%. Next question. TV show that you're watching at the moment. Um, I'm watching the new Lakers show on oh yeah yeah you know, like magic
2: johnson yeah and... they're like dynasty how it all started how is it it's pretty cool i've only watched one episode i think the next one's out now yep. um but yeah it's sick especially for a basketball fan like myself nice but even for the people who aren't basketball fans you
1: can appreciate it
2: you can definitely appreciate it because it's it's a lot
1: like not not basketball at all nothing really to do with it's it it's more the off-court drama yeah cool haven't watched it myself but i'll, I'll give it a go So as we know, the last episode featured the elevator pitch by Jordan for Genius, the Kanye West documentary, which we're talking about today and don't really need to review it because it was so good. And here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll definitely get into what I thought of Genius uh, throughout this episode. And the next Cinemates community elevator pitch comes from Nathan. So let's hear what he's got for me.
0: G'day Mick, Nathan here mate, long time listener but first time pitcher. Mate, here to recommend the 2020 horror film The Nighthouse. watched it the other night with the cheesing kisses and by God did we get a fright. It's got Rebecca Hall as a recent widower who's actually mourning the unexpected loss of her husband before unexplained things begin happening in the house that they were building together before he died. Mate, it's gripping from start to finish with some unbelievable twists and turns that I'm very, very sure that you'll enjoy. Enjoy. So let me know how you find it, mate, and yeah, all the uh, all
1: the very best, Nathan. Out. <laughs> thank you for that, Nathan. Have not seen The Night House myself. Have you seen it, Jordan?
2: I haven't. I'm not really a scary movie guy, but that actually was
1: like nicely ele- elevated elevator pitch. Me too. I don't, I don't like want to be scared, but I can appreciate a good horror film. So I'll give it a go, Nathan. We'll uh, we'll see how The Night House goes, and yeah, thank you for the elevator pitch. Uh, so to the listeners out there who haven't seen Genius yet, Jordan, what would you say about the documentary in one word? Breathtaking. Nice. Yeah. I think I completely agree. My one word is going to be eye-opening. Eye-opening. And Why? I think it was eye-opening for me because I I definitely appreciate hip-hop. I like hip-hop music. Um, I wouldn't say that it is my like favorite genre. But I enjoy it from time to time and can definitely appreciate Kanye West's work. But this documentary just showed his, how he became who he is yeah, and yeah. the artist that he's become. And to be able to see all the behind the scenes footage um, and like what he was trying to create, I think, was really eye-opening for me. And yeah. I, I now have a greater appreciation for his music and him as a person. Yeah, well, I feel
2: like there's two two sort of viewers that have have watched this three part doco. Like, yeah, one his fans, and two people who like listen to his music but aren't really all in on like whatever else. Yeah, Um, and I guess we sit on either side of those. And I feel like most people in sort of your boat where they like appreciate his music, don't really know much about him, now think like, wow, like I can see why he is the way he is, and it's so interesting to see. What it was so, I guess your word of eye opening makes a lot of sense,
1: yeah. So, if you haven't seen Genius yet, definitely want to watch some Netflix. Um, it's a three episode hour each sort of vibe, and yeah, it's really I think eye-opening. it's a bit longer than that, yeah, slightly longer the last one, but you know, worth every minute. So, give it a go if you haven't seen it. And from here on, there will obviously be some spoilers, all right? Let's get into it now. Uh, so, Genius Kanye West documentary, what did you think were some of the best parts,
2: yeah. So the first episode, just in general, I feel like it's just so insane how much he believes in himself.
1: Yeah, from a from an early age.
2: Yeah, from 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 whenever they start filming, and then it's so eye opening, for lack of a better word. <laughs> <for, laughs> Great word <laughs> for just how like much the people around him believe in him, except the ones that he he needs to believe in him. Yes, right? like, 100%. Cootie, for one, obviously, he made like a life-altering decision to just pack it all up and just move with this guy to-, to film him. To film him, just yeah. to film him. And I think that's all culminated in, in the amazing quote in one of the scenes where Kanye goes, someone asked him, oh, are you still filming, Doc? He's like, it's only the beginning. And like that truly sends yeah. like, shivers down your spine. He's like, wow, like he
1: knew. Yeah, 100%. And I think that it was so- like cool and captivating to see his passion as you said and he from an early age is like so talented he's trying to get signed by like you know different record labels um ends up with rockefeller and this i thought in the first episode it was so cool when he like um you know believes in himself so much and he goes into their studio and like starts playing his songs is that in the first episode yeah.
2: yeah that's the first episode so that was one of the points that i said where he just walks into Rockefeller yeah. and he starts rapping one of his songs playing into all these like
1: different employees yeah like, like
2: marketing manager or whatever it yeah. was, media manager and then everyone's just looking at him like he's crazy yeah but like he's so he's so invested in what he's doing like he knows he's going to be big and i suppose for me hearing all of those songs like that song was all falls down like these are the songs that i used to hear my brothers playing when i was like six seven eight years old nine years old whatever and like just to see that history of it all behind mm-hmm. it like, this is what my childhood was basically Yeah, you know, it just yeah that that that's what gripped me to the doco instantly yeah 100
1: the nostalgia i think that the first episode really dives into where he started mm. and i thought that being able to see him like you know have that passion and really believe in himself and try and put himself out there was really cool to see and you see him kind of being with like um what's his name like moss def or whatever yep yeah, yep yeah, heaps, of, heaps heaps of, of famous, famous rappers at the start and they don't really appreciate him yet but some do some do definitely
2: pharrell pharrell notably yeah was that in the first episode though might have been the second actually or back end of first but yeah pharrell notably like oh no, it would have been the second because he that was after the, the accident and everything, and that was the second episode. Yeah, we're jumping ahead a bit there. But yeah, the second episode where he obviously has the accident and then Pharrell like listens to through the wire and he goes like he walks out of the studio like in disbelief
1: and oh, how sick it was. That was insane and we'll we'll touch on that a bit later. But yeah, I think first episode was really what drew me in because you I think there was a quote that he said just on the street in like New York, LA, wherever they are at the time. He says that he wanted to get to the point where he drops his last name. He said that in like 2001. Yeah. And it's like.
2: But it's weird because he says at first, like, you can't call me Kanye yet. You call me Kanye West now, but later I want you to call me Kanye because he felt like he hadn't earned it yet almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the the like, being able to say that I thought was insane. And as well, the first episode really opens up his relationship with his mom, Donda. And, you know, you see them talking on the steps of, like, their family home, which obviously is now, like, been in the um, Donda listening party. Um, and you understand, like, why that's so meaningful for him. And she believes in him as well.
2: Yeah. I think that really, like, shows why he is the way he is. Like, that overconfident yeah. aura about him, you know? For sure. And just on, before I forget, on the point of the name, I think it's quite funny that, He did become obviously known by just the name Kanye. And now it's to the point where he's known by the name Ye, like just two two letters. Two letters. Yeah. So like it's even gone one step further. Yeah, it's insane. Sorry sorry to go back there though.
1: No, no. I, I definitely think that that really hits home in this. And again as well, like if you think about the relationship with his mom, like Donda, like imagine your son, you know, dropping out of university and just pursuing this music career, Having a documentary filmed about you, where you're when you're no one, yeah, and she believes in it, like okay, he wasn't
2: no one, He I wasn't like no one. That's but- what people got to got to realize as well. Is he still made beats for big artists, and yeah. a lot of people would call that a good career just at that, yeah. But yeah. that was not what that was not what he wanted. He wanted to be a rapper,
1: yeah, for sure. And I think as well, just the last point on the first episode, like you see him, um, kind of starting to put on this like persona and this character which is Mm. why we're talking about him like he he starts to you know say all these things about how confident he is and like yeah yeah you can see these like tendencies starting to form early what did you think about that yeah like
2: obviously he's in the news cycle often like even this week he was banned from instagram for 24 hours he does a lot of questionable things and and some things personally i don't agree with but i think there's a a rhyme to the reason yeah um one of these tendencies are forming because he keeps getting like messed around with to, yeah. the, to the point where he, people uh, talking about his back or doing things behind his back. Like the, some of those people from Chicago in the first episode did that to him, like the people that he like grew up with that showed him like all the stuff. And yeah, yeah. And so he felt a bit betrayed and I feel like that has carried on for the next whatever, 17, 18 years since then. Mm. And um yeah. I feel like that really was one of them. And then just how he speaks nowadays, he sounds a, a bit more like he goes off topic a lot. If you've listened to any of his, book, Oh yeah. He goes
1: off topic. Goes to way hate. off topic. It's, it's insane. <laughs> What's he even talking it's about?
2: It's honestly like at his worst stages, like he went on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible. Like he, he, you're like, where, where is this guy going? Anyway. TMZ. Yeah. All yeah. That stuff. All that stuff. So that's at his worst stages, but look, as a fan of him like i'll always love and always respect him unless he does something very drastic i'll, I'll, I'll reevaluate but look uh, yeah i just i respect him so much and uh he's definitely one of the most influential people celebrities in my life um and i feel like one of the key parts of the episode one where he where, where he's like real revolutionary mm. sort of personality was evident was when he was being interviewed by the journalist in the back of his car and he was just going off in the front seat while he was driving. Yeah. And he was just talking about where he wants to take hip hop. And like where, that was when he talked about the name as well. Yeah. And then he he mentioned like, oh, you yeah, want to do this with the beats? And then he went out to do that with so many albums. He changed, he reinvented himself every single time. And I just oh, absolutely. It's so impressive. And then the final part about that was when he was just saying like, I could have been like a thug on the streets. Like I'm yeah. from this street, this street, this street. Like, I don't know the streets in Chicago, but I assume those are where the, lots of crime happens. They have one of the highest crime rates in in the world. Yeah. Um, and he said, I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do something special. Like I wanted to be something big. And like, yeah. I feel like that's awesome. It really came
1: into fruition. 100%. And I think that that really, you know, is evident in this first episode. And you can see how the ambition is consuming, you know, his whole life. Yeah. So, and the people around him. Yeah, absolutely. So um moving into the second episode, I thought that, you know, it really steps up. We start to see him kind of like working with Rockefeller and Jay-Z and the others and yeah he's still being treated as a producer, as you said, like he's an <laughs> amazing producer, but they're all trying to like you know, stick they say stick to the beats like um, a lot of people, yeah. And and he's like, no, like, I want to rap myself. Like, I have all these things to say. And I think that that starts to um, be shown in the second episode. What did you think of second episode?
2: Well, yeah, I feel like when you first see him in in the studio of Jay-Z, you're like, oh, fuck, this is dope. Like, he's made it sort of thing. Yeah. And, like, I guess... Getting noticed. He's getting noticed. He's getting noticed. And I feel like it's important to say, like, kind of as a rapper, like, he isn't the best lyricist, obviously. Like, some of the things he does... They don't necessarily like come off the tongue perfectly as, no, a, as, no. as a Jay-Z would. But I feel like it's the combination of, of the, the rapping and the producing that makes him who he is. hundred percent. I feel like that was just important to note. Um, but yeah, when, when you first see him in the studio with Jay-Z, you're like, holy shit, like this is it. Like, and it's just sick seeing two, like absolute, like genius is the wrong word. I guess they are geniuses, but just absolutely like, revolutionary stars going mm. at it.
1: Like, We'd and, love to be a fly on the wall in, in oh, one of those scenarios. 100%. And you see Jay-Z starting to be like, oh, shit, like this guy's like got talent. Like, Yeah, he's know. like
2: mentoring him a yeah. little. And I feel like that's where their friendship started. And they're,
1: they're like kind of tweaking the song like, oh, like do this instead of yeah, 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 And it's really and cool. And Kanye's
2: all ears. like, like yeah, He, he is. looks like a person who wouldn't take feedback very well, but like he's all ears to Jay-Z, which I yeah. guess speaks to how
1: cool Jay-Z is oh, or absolutely. how influential he is. And I think that, you know, one of the best parts about this episode for me was how like he obviously was in a car accident, broke his jaw really badly. Yeah. Has it wired shut. Yeah. Yeah. And we see him like filming the surgery at the like, you know, dental clinic or orthodontist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like still wanting to film and like work and like Yeah,
2: the dentist goes like stop filming. He's like, nah, 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 nah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not going to. And I thought that was really cool. Like, obviously, um, you know, he's still writing music at the time. And the um, I think the dentist says something like, you know, this recovery is going to take a while. Like, you know, you shouldn't eat. You shouldn't, like, do anything too, like, strenuous on your jaw. And he's like, no, like, screw that. And obviously, that ends up in the song, like, Through the Wire, which yep. is so insane it's, in it's this sick. episode. It's sick. What yeah, did you think it was, of
2: that? Like, that was just unbelievable like obviously when you hear that song obviously I've heard that song before you know the story of it but i guess when you watch the doco you find out the the real real meaning behind it all like on not the real real meaning but more so like the whole story whole yeah. backstory and yeah i just feel like it just shows that he wasn't going to take no for an answer similar to how when he walked into rockefeller and played his music and rapped along to it yeah and similar to, to this where he literally He's got wires in his jaw and he can't really speak. He still wants to rap. I feel like we all as 20 year olds trying to make it in our professions can look at this and be like, don't take no for an answer.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: And that—and that's something I'm going through right now where I'm like, I, I don't know what I really want to pursue, like, like specifically. So I'm looking at like, just go in there, all balls, whatever you do and just show them that this is what you. you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think um, <laughs> not to turn into like an inspirational coaching podcast (laughs) but um no I definitely agree I think it's really inspirational to see and like nothing's holding him back like he doesn't want to stop and personally I had heard through the wire but as I said before like I'm not like a diehard Kanye West fan like yourself so when I realized at the time that his jaw was literally like wide shut Mm -hmm. and he was still singing and you can hear it obviously in the song and he's still able to create all these beats and he then shows through the wire to like jamie fox and Ludacris, and then pharrell williams who he shows him like through the wire and him like freestyling and pharrell williams was like blown away at the time he yeah. hears through the wire he storms out of the studio and he's yeah, like "No, nah, like that's that's not real yeah and then he has <laughs> a word with cool.
2: him like bro like you are going to be it yeah and like, he
1: knows that and he yeah, says it. yeah
2: and it's cool how so many talented people recognize it as well yeah but just not the right people
1: yeah, exactly. I suppose
2: eventually they did, but
1: yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought was interesting. Like Pharrell Williams is saying, like, you're one of the best artists. It's like 2003 or four at the time. Um, and even Rockefeller, the um, label that he's producing for, still didn't really back him. They yeah. had to show them through the wire. Um, and like, he obviously then had like a second surgery, but he had to show him, or show them through the wire and the album that he was creating um and it was just while like, he was signed by the yeah, way yeah, yeah yeah while he was signed um but they were still pushing him back a bit though. yeah they were saying stick to the beats whatever um and i thought that was really cool to finally um see it released and like um it ends up becoming you know doing really well and 10 grammy nominations was it oh through the wire or through the, the, the wire.
2: album? no the yeah. album was 10 grammy nominations i'm pretty sure through the okay. wire was one of yeah
1: them. and obviously Cootie, who does the documentary helped with the through the wire music music video um but yeah I thought it was really cool and then um, we, you know we started to get the college dropout uh, concerts and then I thought it was really cool with the documentary they show those like first few concerts and stuff but it's all like silent they don't play the music or the crowd or anything like while that's happening and it's amazing to see like how he's gone from like car accident to you know, finally starting to make it. I thought that mm. was really cool.
2: Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. And I feel like one thing that might have gone slightly unnoticed is when they're in that dinner place. I'm not sure if it was in a Mexican place, something like that. And um, these college oh, kids yeah. are just there and they're talking like crap with them. Um, they're like drunk or something. They're drunk or whatever. And then one cootie or someone says like, Kanye West, like remember the name sort of
1: thing. And yeah, they they, yeah. Sort of,
2: they didn't blow it off, but they didn't like, so like, Well, anyone, hearing anyone say that would be like, okay, yeah, whatever. What are mate. you talking about? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder where those people are oh, now. Me
1: too. I wondered that exact yeah. same thing. I was like, imagine being those people in that diner or whatever and being like, yeah. I met Kanye West and I didn't like. Yeah, maybe maybe
2: even like they would have been like a few years later when they saw Kanye on TV to their parents would have been like, I know that guy, I know that guy. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The parents would have been like, yeah, whatever. And then now they have like, They're in the it. receipt to, to show them. <laughs> the
1: receipt. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought that was a really cool moment. And the other thing as well that, yeah, as you said, um, college dropout got a lot of Grammy nominations. And I, I think it won, he won, won it, He won an award for for like um, maybe like upcoming artists or something. Yeah, upcoming
2: artists. There's a couple of mu- uh, the music videos. There might have been Jesus Walks. I can't really remember them yeah. exactly.
1: Um, but in his speech, he's like, you know, um, we need to appreciate or I need to appreciate like every moment, such as him winning that first. Um, yeah. Grammy, and i thought it was unreal to be able to see where he started from the first episode second episode and then being able to see like that he's reached the top yeah
2: on the on the grammy point i feel like his speech is just sick where he goes at the end like everyone kept asking me what i'd do if i didn't win and then he goes oh yeah yeah. he goes i guess we'll never know (laughs)
1: And, like, obviously, he's very confident, but it's, it's yeah, it's it's really cool to see um, him, like, feeling that. So, yeah. We haven't really touched on Cootie much yet.
2: I feel no. like We'll get to that in the third episode. But I feel like uh, the rifting in the relationship. Um, you start to
1: see. You start
2: to see when Ye says, like, he wants to get Hype Williams, who is a huge, huge director yeah. in, in, the, in the music industry. Um, he wants to get Hype Williams for one of their videos. I'm not sure if it was. I can't remember. Anyway, Cootie, Cootie knows Kanye and he goes like, are you sure? Because like he doesn't know what you're like, like how particular you are. And like yeah, he's Like, yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever. And I feel like that's when the sort of first rift begins in, in, in their friendship.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think um the documentary, obviously Cootie's filming all of this and um he's a big part of it. And you, yeah, you start to see that rift and it was interesting to hear Cootie talking about it and we even see that footage at the Grammys after party where Cootie's filming him and Kanye's like drunk and he's just won. I think it
2: was after the graduation album, not the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the first. Not the college for yeah. Trapper. So yeah, he's, he's obviously won like best album, um, you know, hit, hit the high of like musical achievements and um, he's filming Kanye. He's like drunk and Kanye calls him Cheekay. Mm multiple times multiple times and he's like nah yeah. i'm just messing bro and but you can kind of see that he's not and he just like doesn't care about cootie like yeah. after all these years like cootie dropped his life and filmed this whole thing and yeah and kanye is just like drunk and he says like oh Chike. and you can see cootie's like heart just like drops he's like bro yeah, I'm not so sad man what do you think of that little section yeah
2: i was just like really sad i was uh, as i was watching i was like oh don't say it again don't say it, and just keep saying it yeah you're just like what are you doing man like obviously he's under the influence but like
1: it just shows like how blind kanye is to like those around him maybe at times yeah at that time sure. of, you know trying to get to the top um, i
2: feel like he is self aware upon reflection yeah so like he would have known like oh yeah i was being a
1: dick then yeah yeah for sure and it's good to see cootie like focusing on his family mm. um like, I'm pretty sure he has his daughter, like Ivy. Um, and I thought that it was cool that they didn't just focus on Kanye despite it being about him.
2: Yeah, of course. Well, Curdy's obviously with Cheeky, obviously the producers. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it, it really culminates in the end. I feel like this is a good passageway to start the third episode review. Um, that in this, this episode, you realize, like, it's actually just as much about Curdy as it is about Kanye. Yeah, for
1: sure. And I think that it's really cool to, like, see – They they do kind of like go through you know obviously his whole life like very quickly towards the Mm. third episode yeah like we see you know the rise of all these like greatest hits like obviously all the controversy as well like the the but there's a big
2: gap in between there big gap yeah
1: six years I think it is yeah and you see like all the infamous stuff that like has happened like whether it's like the Taylor Swift Taylor Swift thing um, Grammy's thing or like the list goes on like TMZ whatever and I thought it was really cool that. Um. yeah, it does focus on Cootie and his like friendship. And um, we see that Kanye literally says, or Cootie says that Kanye said that he was playing a role. Like he was playing this persona as Kanye West. um, And like he told Cootie that. And I thought that that was really interesting because you're like seeing maybe a bit of the truth behind it all.
2: Yeah. What course. did you think of that? Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting
1: Um,
2: because after I finished watching the doco, I checked out Cootie's Instagram. So I went on to it and he posted a video of uh, Kanye and him doing the premiere for the, for the actual doco. Yeah. So I, I went on to YouTube and watched the full video and um, Kanye says like, yeah, if people had seen all those videos of the docker like a year later, I would have been way too embarrassed to, to do it because like he knows like that he, he might have been putting on a bit of persona for the camera and he didn't want it, them to see that real vulnerable vulnerable person behind behind the behind the yeah. camera, uh, not behind the big lights, but actually in front of a camera. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that- just, just before you go, I think it's also important to note on that YouTube video that I watched, if anyone hasn't seen it, he actually ends up saying like, Cootie, like, I love you, brother. Thank you. And I feel like that was
1: a cool moment just to see him. Yeah. Seeing Seeing him, like, appreciate, like, what he's done. Yeah. Um, 100%. And I think um, this episode was really cool because, you know, Cootie kind of says that there's obviously that, you know, six-year break or whatever, and he, Kanye, wanted him to start filming him again. And now he was being referred to as Yeezy. And cootie kind of says like i hadn't met yeah 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 bit of a chilling moment i thought it was really cool like um common he's hosting like a festival and yeezy Yeezy was playing um and he wanted him to film that and i thought but the reason why
2: that was happening was it was in chicago and all three of them are from chicago common cootie and kanye
1: oh right yeah um i didn't pick that up so that was like the full circle moment a bit. yeah yeah i thought that was really cool and I think you do see common kind of early days, but like very slightly. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was really cool to see that. And then we obviously get the, you know, he releases the life of Pablo album, which, you know, you see the listening party when he plays father, stretch my hands. And so oh we, my this is God. its own segment. <laughs> it's gotta be its own segment. This um, was my favorite part. I'll just explain. So, um, I thought it was so cool. He played that there's a listening party and he plays like Father Stretch My Hands and he's with like um Pusha T and, and a few other like big rappers and the you know the song's about to drop and he starts like jumping around it was so good to see. Yeah. And I'll say that since I've watched it and saw that on the documentary, like I've been playing that song yeah, non- nonstop. Stop. What did you think of that? Uh, yeah well party.
2: i've i've seen that video before it's in the photo of cuddy because cuddy's in the song he's he's doing the vocals yeah I, I don't think much many people know that he's actually singing those vocals in that song he cuddy yeah yeah that's why they're getting around each other so much all right he's the one that goes new orleans or whatever in the background. Oh, okay yeah 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 um yeah so they're singing together and, and the whole of kanye's uh good music label is around him so pusher Big Sean's in the background there. Oh, okay. Buddy's obviously there, but he has his own separate thing going on as well. And Travis is in the background, obviously kind yeah. of Travis are very familiar with one another being brother-in-law, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, all of them are doing different stuff. Like, yeah, like Travis is getting hyped. Whereas yeah. yeah. His they're you know, all loving it. It's really cool to see what they're all doing.
1: No, I definitely agree. I think um, it was really cool to see. It can definitely resonate. Um, with that I think it was really cool as well seeing him record the um kids see ghosts album with Kid Cudi and they're yeah. kind of you see Intrana. yeah and you see like them saying like oh like I'll do this and I'll like tweak that and do this and you're seeing them like collaborate and I thought that was really cool to see because you know at the time like uh Kanye was kind of like he'd been admitted into a psychiatric hospital and like um you know you know, he's got all these things going on with his life and um, you also see kid Cuddy talking about like suicide and drug 12, addiction with yeah. Kanye. And I thought that was really interesting. What did you think of that kind of section?
2: Yeah. So like, obviously they both had their, their um, battles with mental health. Yeah. Um, Cuddy, uh, I would say a bit more so mm. um, a bit, he's a bit more vocal about it less. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so they've obviously been friends for ages. Kanye actually, Found Kid cuddy I guess, in, in in a music sense. Oh, really? Yeah, he was working in a shop and, and sort of how it happened. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, and their their friendship has. They're currently not friends right now because of some Pete Davidson thing going on. But I'm sure they'll they'll uh, you know come rekindle. Yeah. yeah, rekindle. Um, but yeah, that was sick. Like, I feel like just a separate point. Not really dealing with the characters. They're like you. You heard them recording, and you could hear their bare voices, especially cuddy And I don't think people realize how. It, just how many times these artists get auto-tuned for the effect. Yeah. So I was watching with, with my girlfriend, Shania, and she was like sort of surprised at Cuddy's, uh voice naturally. But I was like, well, well you got to take into account there's no music in the background, so it sounds a bit different. Yeah. too, Obviously, there's a lot of auto-tune that goes into it all. He still has a beautiful voice.
1: Yeah, uh, So sure. I feel
2: like that's just an important little side note.
1: No, definitely. I think – and you can start to appreciate that. And then you kind of um, – you know, the episode moves to like more about – how uh, Kanye is talking about his Yeezy brand and he's like starting, you know, that whole venture and fashion venture. Um, yeah. You can see Kanye like giving feedback on like shoes, like, no, like I want this. And like, you can see him actually like working. And I thought it was good because as you said, like he goes on all these tangents and you don't really know what the hell he's talking about. Cause he's playing this character, but I thought it was actually really interesting to see him actually create products and like be a, businessman yeah that makes sense like it's the
2: same thing with the the fashion people doubted him and he was like all right well if you're gonna doubt me i'm gonna just do this thing again We'll we'll run it
1: back yeah for sure and at the time as well like he had the whole controversy with trump and like um you know the tmz thing and and then kind of in like 2018 he starts to like come back and focus on being a creative and he i think he says that like I want to focus back on the music or something. Yeah. And then Um, he starts
2: producing albums. And like Sunday
1: service. And um, I thought it was really cool to kind of see. um, I think it was actually in COVID, like fast forwards to 2020. And he's in like the Dominican Republic. And it's so cool. He's just like recording this new Donda song. And like, he's like talking about it. Um, And again, like seeing him actually create, what did you think of like, the more recent stuff with that.
2: Well, yeah, I find it interesting how he always goes away to create. I think that's yeah, he does cool like going to
1: China and yeah. Stuff like that. He needs
2: to obviously get away and uh and do his things. Um when he recorded one of his other albums, um Jesus uh Jesus is King, sorry, had a mind blank. Um apparently, just interesting side note. Apparently, he all the people on the team they had to be virgins because he was just like so all in on Way it very what? pure like the production team i can't remember exactly but apparently they all had to be virgins, they all had to be virgins I how did he verify that they were virgins? i don't know i don't know what he did <laughs> maybe it wasn't did he check? wasn't the production team it was some team it was some group okay. and he was like you'll have to be virgins that is because insane. he was just so
1: all in on that he's yeah oh my god that
2: is a that- real real sidetrack because yeah, like um <laughs> that's
1: not even in the movie. I guess that's no, but that adds to to, like the character that he's playing, yeah.
2: yeah I feel like it's important to note for sure. Um, but yeah, seeing him always go away to like go all in on his work and then just like little things like they uh are away. I don't know if sure it was the Dominican public or another time when they're away and he's eating like a, obviously like an expensive steak and he's using a plastic knife and fork.
1: Oh, yeah. And another thing that was just like his like, lunch. Oh, it's
2: like. Surely like, you are like a billionaire. Like you don't need to eat with a plastic nut. No, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I was, just, I was noticing
1: that. that as well, actually.
2: Yeah. Just little things like that. I was like, I'd love to know like why.
1: Yeah. Like what's the motive? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like, yeah, just touches on like how interesting of a person he is. But um, I thought it was well, like um, obviously Don does a huge part of his life and she obviously passed away. And um feel like we didn't touch on that too much, the passing away. Yeah, that was obviously a big part um, of his life, and he like kind of you know sh- doesn't really deal with it for a bit. Yeah. Um but then that, says, that, like, that
2: explains a few of his episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he and he's he um he says it like a concert, like it's like a week after or something, and he says it like a concert, like um she would want me to come back out here and keep going or something. Yeah, he almost feels sorry for him at that point. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and I think it was really interesting when um she's obviously passed and it's like very recent and he's speaking with his dad who doesn't really get much of a feature until this point what did you think of that uh yeah like phone so call?
2: that phone call was cool because at the end of the phone call uh cootie is keeps like shouting to the phone like stay hi to papa wes or whatever he says and then it kind of sort of like go away like i'm talking to my dad so sort of yeah thing. yeah and then he goes like he uh, like I think his dad must have asked, like who is that and then he goes oh that's Cootie I've been best friends with him for thirty years
1: yeah he finally
2: like finally acknowledges yeah it. yeah and as like a from Cootie's perspective watching watching this show watching this doco sorry you just like that's like a real like a win moment I guess absolutely as a viewer you're like finally some recognition um, but yeah he's obviously. Cooney's obviously trying to look out for Kanye. It's so evident. He's trying to make sure like he's mentally okay. Always like going with him now and like yeah, yeah. telling his dad to look after him all that stuff. But yeah, dad, not much, not much of a feature. I'm not sure if he came into the fold because um, he saw Kanye getting a bit more famous. Maybe he wanted a piece. Of, I'm, don't, I'm not actually, I'm not well versed enough to make an educated analysis on that. Okay. Um, but I, Dude, can tell you another little side piece for you guys. Like. Go for it. Jesus King, the album when they recorded the song "Follow God," it is in his Wyoming ranch that he owns, and he's going around in that little buggy or whatever car he's in with his dad. And then he we had an interview after that talking about his dad. He's like, "I didn't never realize I my best friend in my life is actually my dad." I know he says all these sort of comments all the time, but he, he I think maybe he finally realized that he, he is a lot more Like his dad, than he thinks. This is when he was finding himself within a uh, sort of religious standpoint. Um, because obviously that album's all about religion and Jesus and things like that. And his dad actually is a pastor. Oh, really? So, yeah, that's probably why he sort of became a bit more close with him.
1: All right, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was you know, that was definitely really interesting to see kind of the relationship with his dad. And then, um, shortly after that, he's talking with like a like a bowl designer, like ceramic, like designer. And he's talking about Yeezy and the brand and he says stuff like, you know, we're going to change the world. We're going to change fashion. Like, and he says all these things and you think that they're like outlandish, but he actually has like achieved them. And I thought it was really interesting to see the starting point of those thoughts and how confident he is saying it to people that he's partnering with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he was in debt for a while. Like, he wasn't yeah, he like he had to take a few steps back to take it like multiple steps forward. Obviously the, the Yeezy brand has has taken off now. Um, I'm not that once again, not that one of us in the in the fashion field, especially designer clothes. Like I'm not really sure how it goes. Like so I'm not too sure um how actually high up he is, but look, he loves fashion and I feel yeah. like that's something we haven't touched on enough because it's clear like he wants to show himself as like being this guy who wears expensive clothes, looks yeah. good. And he always, always, always raps about
1: clothing. Yeah, for sure. And I thought um, as well, like uh, at the time, he like did the whole presidential campaign um, and the speech was like quite odd. Um, And he like kind of breaks down and talks about abortion and how his dad nearly terminated him and there wouldn't have been a Kanye West. But what I thought was interesting was that you saw him reacting to the news talking about (laughs) that was sick and he's like he's like shut up like let me watch and they're like stop like you don't need to you don't need to listen and he's like no like i want to see them like agreeing with my like points and i thought that was really cool what do you think of his reaction
2: yeah it was cool to see like the raw reaction i've always wanted to know what when it's like celebrities scrolling through twitter or or yeah yeah, 100% see themselves um but yeah it was cool to see his reaction and and like the person he is, he looked at that like, okay, I can get better. Like i i can I can improve from this point. Like next time I have a speech, I'll be better. I won't yeah, do something
1: like that. for sure. So you know, I guess you being a very big Kanye fan, were there any like sort of parts that weren't included in the Genius documentary?
2: We had, we touched on this before. Just there was not much to his dad apart from that one scene. um, and I feel like that's it, really. The other part that, or was his thinking, love
1: life, that love was a, life, yeah. yeah,
2: pretty much nothing at all. And he was, he did have like love interest at that time. If you go look him up, like he, think he was. Uh, engaged in 2012 13 and then it fell off and then he went and did uh M- my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Oh really? Um after that and he like he he went all in on that and that's why it's such a, a lot of people think that's his best album his best piece of work. Yeah. Um so yeah not much about his love life I would have liked to have seen a bit more about that but I guess Cootie wouldn't have been involved like filming him if he like is with a girl.
1: Yeah, true. Um I thought that was interesting it wasn't really a big part either was Kim who sh- he was obviously married to. Um But as well, like, you know, kind of to wrap to wrap it up, um, it was amazing to see that progression. And you see the kind of flashback through his whole life. It, at the very end of the episode, it goes all the way back to where it started in like a montage. and I thought that was very a really cool. cool way to end. Very um, cool. And when it finished, I was like, wow, I just that's all I had to say, like, wow, I, I can appreciate what he's done and who he's become. Um. So now, I thought it might be just like a good final note as well. Like, do you believe that Kanye West or Ye is playing a character?
2: Well, yeah, it's clear he's playing some sort of character. Like, who he is to the public face is different to who he was behind the scenes. Yeah. Like nowadays, he's way more raw, and who he is to everyone, and that's why people think like, "What are you doing? Like, you're going in a mental episode." Like, what are you doing? Calling out Pete Evans, but that's just who he is. Like, it's he's not harming anyone. Like, no, in the, in the news cycle this week, they were like, We want to get him off Instagram because they think he's being like violent, but he's not being violent. Like, he obviously is passionate about his kids and, and like what's happened with his divorce. And he's obviously still heartbroken. And that's why it comes out that way. Obviously, he could do it in a like, different way. Yeah. I think we all can see that. But you do, like, as a Kanye fan, I feel like you can, you can see. Like he's just being raw,
1: like absolutely, yeah, for sure. And, um, no, I think, um, from the like different perspective of me, previously just seeing him as like an artist, I can like now see that, you know, yeah, he does like kind of put things on, but like he has these, uh, kind of very public reactions to things, as you said, and, um, that is just like kind of raw emotion that he maybe doesn't control, and maybe he is like putting on to like whether hype up his brand or his like albums and stuff. So a bit of a question for the Cinemates listeners. Do you think that Kanye West is a character um, or playing a character rather? So any sort of last, uh, you know, thoughts, comments, feelings about Genius?
2: Yeah, I had a few quick five points. We might've already said them, so I'll go over them sort of quickly. Um, The first one I think is important to, I guess, ask the listeners as well, like, and something I've been trying to ask myself why didn't they release it earlier? Like, why did they decide randomly yeah. now? Like, let's let's chuck it out like 20 20 years after the fact, nearly. Yeah, I feel like that's interesting. I'd love to know about that.
1: Yeah, I, I um I did a bit of research on this, don't know the exact motive, but Netflix bought the documentary off Cootie and Chike the
2: 30 mil. So glad, glad our boys got paid.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. And um, yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting that they thought, yeah, now to release it, but um. I'm kind of glad that we got the, like, really recent final bits, like, you know, him talking with his dad and, like, his Sunday service and all that sort of stuff.
2: Just seeing how many people he leapfrogged. I don't know about you guys, but whenever yeah. I saw someone pop up and the they gave me yeah. the, the name there, I would look them up. Like, if I didn't know them, obviously, I knew most of them. But the people I didn't know, I was like, oh, where the hell, like, where are they? Or yeah. what did they do with their music yeah. career? And it just is insane how many people he leapfrogged.
1: Absolutely. I thought it was it was interesting to see, you know, he obviously starts with kind of Jay-Z's label, Rockefeller. And it was interesting to see, yeah, as you said, like leapfrogging, you know, Moss Def, like Common, all these all these people that come into his life and he's trying to gain acknowledgement from back in those years, but now he's surpassed them. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting.
2: Like I, it's important to note that he he didn't pass Jay-Z. Like I'd say they're probably level playing fields, yeah, in terms of uh revenue or like money made jay is higher and but in terms of name i guess you, if you ask a random person in the street i guess that they'd, they'd know more they'd know Kanye's name more than jay-z Depends yeah how, but yeah for so. sure i just thought it was good just to touch on a little bit about when he does these crazy episodes it usually correlates with an album release i feel like some viewers mm, and, yeah uh, some non-fans or not too deep fans should should realize that um He's trying to get publicity. He's trying to get everyone to listen to his album and it usually works. So yeah. I think that's important to That say. is
1: really interesting. I, you know, as a lesser fan, but still appreciate it, I like, I do find myself seeing him in the news cycle, seeing what he's doing around those times. And I never quite really noticed that. So that is a, a really interesting point. And I guess goes to show like his like tactics and motives and maybe even like, again, as we said, like playing that character. So that that is a really interesting point.
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, other little quick ones
1: was... Getting on the quick ones. Yeah, getting on the quick ones. Um, if
2: you're watching it right now, check on the captions because you want to see when he does his freestyles. Yeah, down.
1: I didn't do that myself, but I think that, you know, you do kind of miss it if you don't and it would have been really interesting to see what he's actually saying.
2: Some of his lines are just insane, Like, Yeah. in when he's doing all falls down he goes she couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. I reckon that was just – just saying that was just – Yeah, like, like
1: little things like that. Little things
2: like that. Um, it goes without saying, it's obviously very inspiring, not only from Kanye but from the Cudi, but also Donda.
1: Yeah, you know, for sure. Just how
2: much confidence she instilled in him.
1: Such a great mother.
2: Such a great mother. And then I feel like we all can look at our own mothers after that and be like, well, wow, I should be a bit more appreciative. Um, Just, you know, like it's just – it's important to always just keep your family close and, and mm. yeah
1: and he, he does have that appreciation for all the support that she gave him yeah and i thought yeah. it was really interesting to see that in this documentary and get a glimpse of that so that is a wrap for genius the kanye west documentary series uh thanks so much for listening to this episode of cinemates a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks jordan huge thank you for coming on obviously uh this is a real person and a a documentary rather than the usual uh cinema that we discuss here on the podcast but i do think that kanye west is a bit of character so thanks for coming on
2: no worries man yeah it was really good i feel like just like how kanye evolved throughout his career your podcast can evolve a little bit talk about (laughs) the
1: new cinema yeah yeah
2: exactly (laughs) but yeah no i was worried that it would be a little bit of a verbal diarrhea just because i had so many thoughts in my head um on the way here, I was like listening to Kanye music. It felt like I was cramming for an exam. But uh yeah, no, it was it was heaps good and I'm glad we did it.
1: Yeah, I definitely I think um really enjoyed discussing you know Kanye's life and I do now have a greater appreciation. So thanks for getting me to watch it and thanks for the elevator pitch. No worries. Uh, Cine, Cinema's history elevator pitch becoming an episode. So <laughs> well done on that and congrats. Uh, so to the listeners as always please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes and if you ever want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch like jordan did please send us a dm on instagram at cinemaze underscore otherwise we will catch you for the next episode
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. If you enjoyed it, you can follow us and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major platforms. Also, if you haven't already, check out our Instagram and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content and let us know what you thought of this episode. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's first people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land – and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation, upon whose country Cinemaze is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you, whether it's friends, family, or colleagues. Sometimes they may be going through a hard time, and chatting with them may reassure that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hey, it's Danny
2: Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?